Hey, welcome to the first Friday episode of the Kingdom REI podcast. I am super stoked about the direction that we are heading and continuing to create great content for kingdom-minded investors, entrepreneurs like yourself. And if you haven't got the gist by now, we are moving to three episodes per week, but we're going to do it in a pretty unique way. Um, you know, Monday's not going to change. It's going to be our staple interview like we've always done that you can count on, that we're bringing in, you know, gifted entrepreneurs and investors to chat with. Wednesday uh, is actually going to be solely with me and is going to be an entrepreneur minute where I'm just going to be talking about my experience, the things that I'm learning that I think can directly apply to you in your business as well so that you can continue to thrive and grow as a kingdom-minded um, business leader. And then Today, Fridays, we are going to be taking a clip from previous content that has not been on the podcast show yet to share with you. And so if you're only a podcast listener, we have so much other good stuff uh, that you're just not getting access to. We have our own private mastermind for um, Christian real estate operators and so we have that. We've, we've done a summit this previous year. And so we have so much good stuff that we just want to make sure that you're getting access to as well uh, so that you can continue to be resourced and continue to do your best work for the glory of God. And so we're going to be taking clips from either some of these trainings or some of these talks or maybe even some of these conversations that are happening outside of the podcast and bringing to you on Fridays. And this is going to be actionable content. This is going to be motivational content, things that we really uh, have enjoyed that have hit us that we want to share with everyone else as well. And so, hey, if you like this format, show us by leaving a review uh, or sharing this on social media. That goes such a long ways. And I just want to hear like, hey, are we putting out stuff that people are really enjoying? So by you leaving a five-star review, leaving a written review and telling us that goes a really long ways. And so without further ado, I'm excited to introduce to you uh, today, Jordan Rayner. He's a best-selling author of Call to Create and Master of One, an incredible entrepreneur. And he spoke to us earlier this year at our summit about where our true power, sustaining power comes from to really create and take risk as a Christian entrepreneur. And as we know, that comes from the gospel, which is so unique to the world that needs something you know, in the future to give them power, to give them motivation, where we look back to the cross of Christ that gives us freedom to create, to be bold, and to take risk. And so, so excited to give just this little segment from Jordan. Uh, make sure you listen to this. Uh, excited to bring this to you. Cheers. I love musical theater. I've been in musical theater for a long time, but Hamilton sits at the very, very top of my list of favorite shows. There's not even a close second on my list. If you haven't seen Hamilton, go see it or wait for the movie that's being released uh, next year with Disney. You know, what makes this musical so compelling, uh, besides the obvious joy of watching George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton wrap their way through the American Revolution, uh, is the lesser-known, fascinating story of Hamilton himself, the $10 founding father and, of course, America's first Secretary of the Treasury. Hamilton grew up fatherless and poor in the Caribbean. Uh, when he was 12 years old, his mom died in his arms, so he's orphaned at a very early age. Once his mom died, he moved in with a cousin who committed suicide. And if his story isn't tragic enough already, back in 1772, a hurricane came through the Caribbean and 
decimated, totally destroyed uh, Hamilton's hometown. But Hamilton was this brilliant, self-educated teenager, so he wrote this beautiful, detailed account of the storm, of the hurricane, and it was published in the local paper. And his neighbors read this story, were blown away by his talents, and so they raised enough money to ship Hamilton out of the Caribbean. They put him on a boat heading to New York City, and they promised the young revolutionary that the world's going to know your name. And of course, the world goes on to know Hamilton's name very well, right? Many of us have Alexander Hamilton sitting in our wallets. I mean, I don't. I'm under the age of 35 and haven't touched cash in, you know, 10 years, but you, you, you get my point. So in many ways, Hamilton's story is remarkable. This kid whose childhood is marked by unimaginable tragedy worked with insane energy, insane ambition, and became one of the most influential people in American history. Right? So in that sense, a remarkable story. But in another sense, I would argue Hamilton's story is the most common story ever told. Right? What do I mean by that? Well, there's this great line in the musical in which the chorus is asking Hamilton, why do you write like you're running out of time? Why do you write like you're running out of time? And the answer to that question becomes crystal clear from the very beginning of the show. Hamilton's entire life was driven by a desire that the world would know his name, that he would get the glory, that he would be glorified. This leads him to neglect his family, to cheat on his wife, and publicize the details of their extramarital affair in a misguided attempt to protect his legacy as a politician. And in a crazy turn of events, it even leads to the death of his son. Right? In short, Hamilton ends up devastating his life and the life of everybody around him by chasing the exact same counterfeit gods the world offers up as motivations for us in our work today, right? Money, power, status, influence, immortality, right? At the end of the day, I would argue all of these temptations, all of these motivations can be summed up in this deep-seated desire to make a name for ourselves. At our core, we all know there is something deeply wrong with us, right? And we're working insanely hard to prove to the world that we are somebody, to prove to the world that we are valuable, to prove to the world that we are not a chump. And when those are our motivations to create, we operate out of a sense of fear, not freedom, fear of failure, fear of time, fear of maybe most common fear of being forgotten. And when we're living in fear, when we're living in fear of these fundamental things, I have just found at an earlier time in my life, it is impossible to create with the utmost boldness and joy. If we're creating for our own glory, our work will never feel like a calling we can boldly and joyfully serve. It'll feel like a master that uses fear to enslave us. So what's the alternative? What can free us to create with utmost boldness and energy without destroying our lives and our souls and the lives of those around us? As Christians, as kingdom capitalists, we know the answer, right? The answer can only be found in the life and work of Jesus Christ. And that's the final thing I want you all to take away from the keynote today. The gospel alone gives us the freedom to create with the utmost boldness. Because the creator God, the first entrepreneur came to earth to die for you, you can rest 
knowing that you are somebody because you've been adopted as a child of God. You can rest knowing that you are valuable because God risked his only son to ransom you. You can rest knowing that regardless of the the outcomes of our striving, regardless of our relative success or failure of any of our endeavors, of any of our investments, our life is meaningful, our life is important, our life is valuable simply because God created you and me and called us, graciously invited us to co-create with him. And with that deep ultimate rest as the foundation of our lives, as the foundation of our work, we are free to create and innovate and risk with the utmost boldness, right? Jesus needed to hear his father say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased before he boldly launched his ministry. We need to hear these same words applied to us through Christ. We need to be reminded of our father's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love for us. And that security, that love, that ultimate rest should make us the boldest kingdom capitalists on the planet. As Christians, we truly have nothing to lose because in the end, we will always have Christ, as Paul says. Without that hope, risk is terrifying. But with that hope, with that security, we have the freedom to work with great boldness, insane ambition, utmost energy. In short, we can write and create and build and invest like we're running out of time because guess what? We are. So my final plea, my final charge to you today is this. For the sake of God's glory, for the good of others, and for the advancement of his kingdom, lean more fully and more boldly into your calling, doing the work that God has created each of us to do.